0: The following program may contain coarse language, suggestive dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions.
1: Welcome to the Toonami Faithful Podcast, episode 112. Guys and dolls dance till you die in a bullet storm. The episode in which we celebrate Attack on Titan's Labor Day Marathon by not really talking about Attack on Titan. The Toonami Faithful Podcast starts now. Hello, and welcome to the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me today is. Here's
2: Samurai Medics.
1: And.
0: Ronza from the Tsunami Board.
1: And.
3: I am Toonamet from Twitter back again.
1: Dural, yeah. we have done it. Yes. We have equal ratio dude to dudette. <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. Ladies
2: and gentlemen, this is a momentous occasion. Yeah, they flashed their boobs to security.
0: <laughs> <laughs> In your dreams. Not true.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, Daryl, you're going to have to take yourself to an HR meeting. <laughs> I think this might have been what sexual Harris meant, right? It's going to be like uh. when Stan Smith was trying to interrogate himself.
2: Mm. Well, you know, that has happened before, so. Mm. Looks like I'm going to have a busy day tomorrow.
3: I don't know who Sam Smith is.
2: Stan Smith. Stan Smith. American Dad. American Dad.
3: Uh, Not ringing a bell.
1: (laughs) Good God, where have you been? It's the Good McFarland Show. Show.
3: I'm usually asleep when that's on. (laughs) Sorry.
1: Fair enough. Time to drink more. (laughs) It's gonna be a bit of a different show this week because there's no Attack on Titan recap. We had a. Delightful Attack on Titan marathon this weekend, which means all the other programming was preempted except for Space Dandy. So, as always, we can begin with a Space Dandy recap. Oh, yeah. Episode 22, We're All Fools, So Let's All Dance, Baby! The screenplay was by Keiko Nobumoto. The dancing alien design was by the one, the only, Katsuhiro Otomo.
3: Ooh.
1: The animation director and guest alien designer was Yoshimichi Kameda. Storyboards were done by Yoshitomo Yonetane the unit direction was by Masato Miyoshi and on the Funimation side the script adaptation was by John Bergmere and the ADR direction was by Joel McDonald the extra voices in this episode are Major Attaway as Dravolta, Mark Stodard as the Planet Chief, Christy Kang as Miranda, Jerry Jewell as Dumdi, and Robert McCollum as Barry The additional voices were provided by Linda Leonard, Clifford Chaplin, Julie Erickson, Justin Briner, and Jared Green. We start this episode of Space Dandy as the crew decides to go to a dance contest that happens every 100 years on the planet Greece. When they arrive there, however, things are looking a little downtrodden and there's no sign of a festival they pop into a seedy-looking record store, which happens to be open, where Dandy finds a particular record and picks it up basically because of the cool design on the cover. The owner of the record shop warns him not to play the music because it will literally make time get away from you. He doesn't know anything about the dance contest because he's apparently just the clerk, but he directs them to the tourist information area when they get to that building there's an old man an old woman and apparently the old man's mother who has been in a coma for something like 300 years (laughs) and Dandy, Meow, and QT kind of barge in on them they don't really understand what's going on and Dandy says hey if you don't want peepers use blinds or something Typical misunderstanding from Dandy. (laughs) Now, the old man happens to be the uh, Planet Chief, and he's very delighted to see that there is somebody who finally has come to visit Planet Greece. Unfortunately, the dance contest has not happened for many, many years because the whole reason for the dance contest were the Dancinians, which have not appeared for many hundreds of years and the last person to have seen them was probably his poor mother who is once again in a 300 year coma and just as Dandy and the crew are about to leave the planet chief notices Dandy's fine booty and uh feels it up a little bit and you know in my opinion I think it's about time Dandy got that yeah considering all the objectification he's done to booties over the cosmos Look here, man. Dandy just made of appreciation
2: of the booty, man. Sometimes you just like a nice-looking onion, man.
0: And typical of Dandy, he didn't understand. Instead of being offended, he started laughing because it tickled him.
3: (laughs) And he does have a nice booty, I have to admit.
1: (laughs) So the planet chief thinks they can fool the people into thinking he's a Dancinian because he has a good enough booty and enough shake to it so they send out a message to the cosmos that the contest is still on and that one of the dancinians has returned they start the contest and hoping to draw in a big crowd they kind of bring in a small crowd but the show must go on so dandy starts dancing and then something appears in the distance a fancy disco ring lands on the planet, and out comes another alien, who, well, he's a dancing machine for sure, and he goes by the name Tan Dravolta.
0: (laughs) They ought to be grateful he didn't mention anything about Scientology.
1: (laughs) It should be mentioned that at the beginning of the episode, Dandy actually has a vision of this particular alien and dancing with him. This is kind of the whole reason why Dandy didn't want to go to the planet in the first place until they told him that there was going to be money involved. (laughs) Everybody thinks that this particular alien is one of the Dancinians, but it turns out that he wasn't. But Dandy decided to play the record that he was told not to play, and time (laughs) sped up. And then they played it backwards, so it went in reverse. But they went too far... And then the real Dancinian showed up and the old woman came out of her coma at least momentarily. And then well things got dandy crazy as as per usual and they kind of recreated the planet. I guess something happened. It was weird. It was space dandy.
2: Of course it was.
0: Oh uh, wait, you forgot the whole subplot doc, with Dr. Jell.
1: Oh yeah, Dr. Jell was uh he showed I actually liked that B said, "Why are we even trying to catch Dandy?" And of course, they don't explain. <laughs> yeah. well, they mentioned that the uh the Danneigans were they reacted to the pionium energy that was within Dandy, so I think that's it. I think it has something to do with the pionium energy that is in Space Dandy.
0: Yeah, and B's it, got a... Sorry. No, no, go ahead. B had a good line there. I'm sick of blowing up. I'm sick of blowing up at the end of every single episode.
1: <laughs> it's true.
0: I love, I love breaking the fourth wall humor.
1: <laughs> but later... He's kind of okay with it because they see the Dancidians and it's all beautiful and they think, you know, it's all good. Everything's fine. It's okay if we blow up like dust in the cosmic wind. <laughs> oh, so, what did everybody think of this space dandy?
2: Dude, I got to say, it was definitely a great tribute to John Travolta, Saturday Night, Boosie Collins, Parliament Funkadelic. Booty shaking, rump shaking. It was just one of those things, man. Not to mention to see Danny's booty, man. No, that's kind of cool, man. Danny got the booty, man. It was a nice one. Gotta say, wouldn't mind taking a pallet across that ass a couple of times. Bada. <laughs> but then again, you know, I'm just crazy anyway.
0: <laughs> you are the one that said it. <laughs>
2: What can I what can I say? I've been a product of hazing all my life. <laughs> Which reminds me, it made me think about when they played that record back with Man me, I looked like a sperm cell, dude. Yeah, I think, I think that's he what was. we're going for. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, why the hell does he look like a sperm cell? Because they went so, too far. It's okay, though. <laughs> I was like, you know, I came out as a tadpole, too, so what the hell.
1: Thankfully, they got back to their normal ages, but only briefly. Exactly. <laughs> Just long enough for Dandy and Travolta to have a dance-off.
2: Oh, yeah, man. That, that dance-off was kind of nice, though, man. They had yeah. some nice rhythm going, man.
1: Uh-huh. Go
2: ahead, Tony Manero. Ooh.
1: And I like that ending song. Yes.
2: Good stuff. Oh, yeah. Also, it, it kind of had like a little Daft Punk feel to it also, man. Yeah. think. Oh, I think,
1: yeah. I think yeah. that three-headed creature, the helmets on it, were supposed to be a reference to Daft Punk.
2: Yeah, that's. I think I had made a comment about that. I was like, "We just found the third member of Da Punk," <laughs> <laughs> and everybody got lucky that night. Oh
1: man! So we should make a music video to that.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I can dig it.
3: Hmm.
1: Any other thoughts? Um. Uh,
3: actually, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you first. Um, I didn't get to see the whole thing, but I'm imagining it right as you were talking about it, sketch. But uh, I would like to second Dorel's thought about having a paddle across Dandy's ass, but not because of
2: <laughs> hazing. Shame <laughs> to admit, you pervert. Oh, please, it works both ways. Hey, I was doing it in the reference of being hazing, but <laughs> you, you have some degenerate thoughts, didn't you?
3: Tee-hee. Oh, how
2: del- <laughs> Yeah. See, people, just to let you know, I'm not the only one that has perverted thoughts on this podcast.
1: Gonna hurt Dandy so good.
2: Dandy hurt. <laughs> Dandy gets spanked long time.
1: Would it even hurt? I mean, he's got lots of cushion back there. A
2: lot of cushion, dude. I was like, I need an adult right now.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, what I liked about this episode is and watching it for the second time really closely, I also noticed that they were parodying art shifts too. You know, like art shifts in several enemies like Full Metal Alchemist and Soul Eater, where we're on, they have a very dramatic scene, and all of a sudden for some reason they decide to switch. Hmm. You know, and it looks like little little kids drew the art. I mean, that always, yeah, that bothered, yeah, that always bothered me. At Full Metal Alchemist had a really beautiful dramatic scene, and all of a sudden Ed, Al's looking like a big gray penis. And Ed is looking like a little kid drew him. It's like, what the hell is that all about? And if you notice, almost every single frame in Dandy was drawn differently. I think that's what they were parodying with that, is the art shifts. Because every single scene had a different art shift.
1: Yeah, I think so. In particular, it stuck to kind of a sketchy style whenever it would change up the art from the usual. Like, when they showed the preview last week, and they just showed that scene... Of the old woman sleeping in the bed, it looks so different than the majority of the episode, so it's kind of misleading.
2: Not to mention, they kind of look like Cloudians too, man, with their ears. Ah, oh, yeah, those Shrek ears. I know. All <laughs> I was waiting for was Donkey to run out of somewhere. Donkey,
1: shut up, Donkey. <laughs> oh, why you do that to me, Shrek? <laughs> We got some Toonami talkbacks. Let's go ahead and read them.
2: Sweet. Let's start bragging <laughs> on people.
1: Hmm. I guess another Daft Punk reference may have been found. Phantom, uh, Phantom Star 162 says If memory serves me right, that record at the beginning before the intro may have been a reference to Interstellar 555. Congratulations.
0: Mm. Could be.
2: Could be. Could Phantom be. Star? Congratulations, you win the prize. I won't kill you this week.
1: <laughs> You've done it, Phantom Star. You have finally made a comment that did not enrage Durrell.
2: <laughs> well done, sir.
1: Well done. Star Storm writes in This week's episode of Space Daniel was groovy. I never thought John Travolta would appear in an anime with a Boba Bo afro.
2: <laughs> never, ever, ever speak about Boba Bo ever again. I hated that anime. Uh, really? uh,
1: I got some bad news, Darrell. InuyashaSan87 uh, writes in This week's Space Dandy was funky fresh. Tondra Volta disco makes for one hell of a funny episode. Also, I got Boba Bo vibes.
2: Yeah, he can go and sit in the goddamn pits of hell, too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he knows how to How I can you about. hate Boba Bo? That
2: show was delightful. Dude, it really irked the hell out of me.
1: Come on, man! Fist of the nose hair. That's funny, dude.
2: That whole show just friggin' enraged
1: me. Fist of the armpit hair. But Come on, it was a gr- it was great because it made fun of how ridiculous and over the top shows like Dragon Ball are.
2: I tried to get into it, man. I just couldn't for some reason. That, sh- that show made me mad, man. Mm. You weren't
0: supposed you weren't supposed to get into it. It was a parody, like Dandy's a parody.
1: Dandy is actually good. True. Dandy's way more clever than Bobo. Bo. Thank you. It's <laughs> a good point. <laughs> but Bobo Bo was fun. I like that show. Yeah. Hmm. Movie Gone. Mike Jin X Eight says this week's Space Dandy was a decent music episode, but nowhere near as awesome as the Dropkicks one.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to agree with that one. It was still good,
1: but the Dropkicks mm, one was close. Just close. The oh. the drop kicks one is just, it's the perfect, total story of a band in less than twenty five minutes.
2: I mean, they <laughs> was fighting about everything before they even got the money on the thing.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: And you know, you know it. All the shit hit the fan when you start fighting about drugs, man.
1: <laughs> they were even <laughs> fighting about drugs, and hey, it was in front of the drugs. So in front of really- the drug store, so <laughs> not the drugs you're thinking of. <laughs> I said we're gonna take aspirin. No, we're gonna take some Ali, No, ibuprofen. <laughs>
2: Dude, did you steal my Nexium? <laughs> and then that's the day that Darrell found out that he needed Ritalin. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> In case, but in Daryl's case, Riddling equals to the equivalence of being boo, So that would probably be Jack Dangs or cavassier or some form of spirit.
1: Karius <laughs> Demetrios writes in, Space Dandy's OST is really nice. Last night's episode had some really nice music as usual. They, I just need to buy it or download it.
2: Yes, you do. Quickly.
1: Allison T. writes in, I knew Space Dandy would win. But who knew that they could dance till they die?
2: <laughs> Blood on the dance floor is all I can say.
0: Mm. I probably could. <laughs> Give me the right amount of music.
1: Yep, me too. <laughs> Tarzano writes in Dandy has a booty made for dancing, but remember, Dandy don't shake his money maker for free.
2: <laughs> Somehow. Somehow I picture Jen throwing dollars at the TV last night when he was doing it. <laughs> because she was probably about that drunk anyway.
1: How about that interpretive dance moment when Dandy stuck his hand down his pants?
2: <laughs> oh, dope. man. Beautiful.
1: And then pulled beautiful. his fist up Dude, in his I,
3: pants. I like that was say beautiful.
2: <laughs> I think Dandy just had the scratch, man. In the words of Bone, it's just an everyday thing when you let your nuts hang.
3: (laughs) You know what? You know what? I just realized that that action he did with the fist and the pants, uh, I know that the Japanese comedian does that as part of his routine. Oh. Really? Yeah. Oh,
1: man. Tuna Met catches all of the Japanese references. Uh. Not all.
3: But I did see him on YouTube a few times. Um, his name Egashira, that's the name, and he just wears like black tights, and he's this really skinny old guy. And he would do that fist down, his he's and and he just sticks it way that out. That must be out. a
1: reference, yeah. Oh, and he now to got to do the Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> this is a second here. Michael Jackson reference, at least in this dub. Mm.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember. It what was
1: that other one i remember there was another one yeah mm-hmm. that was uh in dragon ball land space dandy the uh the mm-hmm. the dandy who's like goku meets yeah
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah me will you know, y'all like him too mm-hmm. Jamo! <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly
1: which just mm-hmm. makes me think of Rocks, the Naruto opening. Yeah, Oh,
0: man.
3: <laughs>
1: I guess that does it for our Space Dandy talkback. Yep. Mm-hmm. Any other thoughts? No. It
2: was just real funny last night, man. Oh, uh, yeah.
3: No, uh, I, I'm really sorry I didn't get to catch the whole thing, but I definitely will the second
2: time. Look here, you called the dude with his hands in the, his pants, that reference right there. See, I thought that was just a Japanese version of I Need Viagra, but hey, <laughs> it's going to be okay. What do, what do I know? What do I know?
0: I am so glad this is on a Skype. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: No, I would actually say this in public.
0: <laughs> yeah I believe you yeah I believe that too
1: yeah he would definitely do it in front of a live studio audience
0: <laughs> <laughs> let's get the up he is going to be
1: <laughs> or at least a live panel audience yep
2: or in my case it might be a firing squad
3: <laughs> <laughs> wow. oh wow
2: it's like, I don't just know. don't just don't aim the balls gentlemen <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I really, I'm just really loving Space Dandy, and I admit it was nice to start the evening with with Space Dandy again. You know, as much as I love to Attack on Titan at 11:30, I gotta admit I miss beginning my tsunami with you know a lot of laughs. And yeah. I really hope, I really hope this gets a third season because I think this is one of the funniest parodies I've ever, I've really seen in a long time. Ever since Bobo Bobo <laughs> this has been one of the funniest parodies.
1: I agree, but I'm. I'm pretty content if two seasons is all it gets, because 26 is a good solid number. I mean, that way you can pair up with Cowboy Bebop and play (laughs) back-to-back over and over and (laughs) over.
3: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, you can just keep it going for like 12 years in a row or something like that.
1: Because, you know, it's a different experience every week.
3: Would that be a bad thing?
1: I'm not saying it's a bad thing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how well it would necessarily do with the audience, but bugger all, it's on at like 4 a.m. Who cares?
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: And with that, on to Tsunami News.
2: From Facebook, Twitter, and the official Tsunami Tumblr. This is Toonami News, powered by ToonamiFaithful.com.
1: Attack on Titan at 11.30, Bleach at midnight, Space Dandy at 12.30, and One Piece at 1.30, each ranked number one in their respective time periods among adults 18-24 and men 18-24. Gurren Lagann at 2 a.m. ranked number one in its time period among men 18-24 and 18-34. While Naruto Shippuden, Beware the Batman, and Black Lagoon all ranked number one in their respective time periods among men 18-24. Not as many demos as usual, but still very solid. The 18-49 ratings for August 23, 2014. Attack on Titan... Mm. 666,000.
2: Somebody sold their soul to the devil.
1: (laughs) Couldn't it have been (laughs) 667,000? Probably could have rounded it up. (laughs) No. No. I think
2: because Helsing is coming on, man, they made a way.
1: No, no. It's going to be real funny if Helsing gets that number. This isn't the first (laughs) time a show on Tsunami has gotten that rating.
2: 666. Yeah,
1: but usually it's in the total viewers, not in the eighteen to forty-nine. I would not be surprised if Helsing pulled that off at least one week in the total viewer numbers. <laughs> but I digress. Bleach, six hundred and thirty-five thousand. Space Dandy, five hundred and thirty-eight thousand. Naruto Shippuden, five hundred and thirty-three thousand. One Piece, four hundred and eighty-five thousand. Gurren 418,000, Beware the Batman, 357,000, Black Lagoon, 386,000, Naruto, up, 429,000, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, 344,000, Cowboy Bebop, 279,000, Star Wars The Clone Wars, 266,000, and Samurai Jack ends the night with 272,000 adults, 18 to 49. Mm. Odd with Naruto Stopped going that. up. Just kind of out of the blue there. Is that
0: regular or Shippuden? That's regular. Uh, well, yeah. And in, in two weeks, it's going to be gone.
1: Yeah, it's gone after next week.
2: Mm.
1: I like to see Black Lagoon's been doing better lately. Yes, it has. That's that's pleasing me. Too late, too little, too late.
3: Yeah, Yeah. near the end now.
1: uh, What a pity. Yes, can't believe
3: it.
2: It's okay. I can always watch it on Blu-ray.
3: By the way, um, there was that little uh thing marathon that's I think ending tomorrow. That's been going on for two weeks almost.
1: Yeah, the Simpsons Marathon, you know, I thought that that was going to affect things more, but it actually kind of leveled out the ratings compared to the previous week. Because the previous week, Attack on Titan and Bleach were way ahead of pretty much everything. Well, no, Attack on Titan was way ahead of Bleach. Then Bleach was quite a ways ahead of Space Dandy, and then everything else kind of fell into place. But this time, the gaps are a lot smaller, and it did better kind of throughout the night, even though Titan didn't do quite as well as it did last week. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I think mm. it's better for more shows to do well than for one show to do exceptional.
3: Yeah, that makes sense. Mm.
1: Speaking of exceptional, people will be happy to hear that three shows broke a million in total viewers. Ooh.
2: Ooh. Yes.
1: Attack on Titan pulled in 1,250,000 viewers. Bleach pulled in 1,169,000 viewers. Space Dandy pulled in 1,021,000 viewers. Ghost, All right! Nice one, Dandy. (laughs) Definitely the best ratings it's gotten at the 1230 slot. Nice to see that. And that was the episode... That was really introspective. Maybe people just watched it because it was pretty and it was it was uh, written by Watanabe. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I did not expect that episode to do that well. It's hard to gauge the audience's opinion of Space Dandy because the episodes that you think might do well maybe don't do well, and the episodes you don't think are going to do well do well. It's, I don't know. You know, you know one thing,
3: sketch. I think that it will affect. One episode, how one episode does would reflect more into how many people come for the next episode not so much the same week. You know what I mean?
1: That could be the case. Good could theory. Be. Good theory. Sometimes we see that kind of thing happening. Right, continuing. Naruto Shippuden didn't quite make a million. He got 967,000. Very respectable. One Piece got 917,000. Gurren Lagan got Eight hundred and thirty-one thousand. Beware the Batman. Seven hundred and fifty-three thousand. Black Lagoon. Seven hundred and seventy thousand. Naruto. Eight hundred and four thousand. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Six hundred and eighty-three thousand. Cowboy Bebop. Five hundred and forty-seven thousand. Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Five hundred and fifty-two thousand. And Samurai Jack. Five hundred and sixty-nine thousand. So while I'm not really that concerned about the total viewers, regardless, nice to see him up. Indeed. Jack is back. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) On to trending. The U.S. trends for August 30th and 31st are as follows. Hashtag Toonami during Attack on Titan. Gee, I wonder which one. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag Space Dandy. Hashtag Attack on Titan. Hashtag Attack on Titan Marathon. And Titan. The mobile app trends are hashtag Tunami, hashtag Space Dandy, hashtag Attack on Titan, hashtag Attack on Titan Marathon, and Titan. Well, we've now. got a perfect trend. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. Perfect trend, true. baby. True, true, true. Don't know how uh, how long Attack on Titan managed to trend that night, as Paul and I did challenge the listeners to try to trend it the whole marathon.
0: I watched the whole marathon
1: <laughs> Bravo <laughs> I, whole
0: I didn't think I'd make it but I, I made that's it
2: the whole marathon, And
1: I was drinking
2: people As always ah, That's ah. the ticket
1: I like that's that the they had new bumpers for the Attack on Titan Yeah that was cool There were some great ones like The potato one <laughs> 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 Why would you eat that potato You know <laughs> If you
2: ever look at it, man, she's like, "I'll give you half." Man, she gave him less than half of that. Potato no, game. not even. You
1: would. It would be generous to say that was a third.
0: Yeah, Tom had a good one. Uh, giant, na- giant, naked giants are my spirit animal.
1: I guess that makes sense for a robot.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, lots of fun bumpers on that one. I guess that kind of brings us to the discussion of the extra thing that aired last night was um, <laughs> rather peculiar shorts. Uh, what was the name of that? Uh, Zertron. Zertron. Which sounds like a medicine name. <laughs> I mean, it may yeah. be Xanax.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we have to take up watching this. Zertron. <laughs>
1: Yeah, those were typically bizarre the kind of stuff you would see in uh, late night Adult Swim I guess
0: true usually on Sundays though not not during tsunami. yeah
1: it's the kind of thing I expect from the really late night bumpers of Adult Swim like the, the weird stuff with the old lady and the computer
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and that stuff that was taken from uh some old video about the behavior of children that they added a bunch of freaky-looking Adult Swim characters.
0: Yeah, oh, what yeah. was that one called? I, I know
1: it's on YouTube, but something about.
0: i have to look that up.
1: Don't be a clown.
0: I I think so. I think that's what it's
1: called. Yeah, something. I saw the original thing one time. It's, it's interesting and very propaganda-ish. <laughs>
0: Well, it was one of those 1970-ish PSAs, so naturally.
1: Yeah. yeah. What it oh, starts from um, so. was, I don't know, fairly entertaining. Mm. It's just kind of out there.
0: Yeah, I expected it to make a little more sense.
1: Yeah, as you pieced it together. I think the only... Mm, probably the only thing that I laughed at was the first one when he stuck the finger in her head and he's like, ah, what am I doing? It's like, mm-hmm. which
2: finger did you use? My index,
1: index finger. You
2: pervert! Pervert! <laughs>
1: I guess she got finger banged. Oh, hey.
2: God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> t- Basically, he put his finger in her head and fucked with her mind. Oh, yes. <laughs> But, I don't know, the other ones were they were kind of funny but it's, it's not not that funny
3: Oh. Um, I, I wasn't around the whole night but from what I saw it was kind of hard to adjust your mind when you see something so intense and then it goes into something you would see on a, like Agua Teen Hunger Force or something it's kind of mm. hard to get your mind around it I guess
1: yeah, it's definitely a a huge change of pace from Attack on Titan, which is a downright stunning show at times with really neat choreography. You know? And then you go to this really flat cartoon that's just uh, bizarre. What's with the guy who couldn't do magic? He clearly could do magic. He couldn't do magic well.
0: <laughs>
1: Wasn't his name Cupcake or something? uh cupcake turd yeah that's a cupcake turd <laughs> it was either cupcake turd or cupcake turd but it was probably cupcake turd
2: yeah, yeah i'm just gonna go with cupcake
1: turd man i like the tsunami will throw in that kind of thing like uh, i like the the captain murphy thing they did the prior week that was oh yeah that was yeah.
2: real cool that was like cool. i said cross between rick ross and africa Bombata, dude
1: and honestly, if they want to dare play it again, I I'm not gonna freak out if they play King Stark. Oh no!
2: Uh, I love uh, King Stark. Uh, hey, don't no. hate on King Stark. I just hate that.
3: I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I wouldn't react to it so bad. I didn't react to it but too bad the first time, if I remember right. I mean, it's. Yeah. Kind of in the vein of Tsunami, but it was just so yeah, much
1: going on. It, mm-hmm. it definitely has action, but it's 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 really over the top. Really, really over the top. Yeah. And the humor is... Uh, it, it's more crass than funny, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. That's the reason why I like it. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> my, my personal choice for if they wanted to kind of fill it fill a time slot if they maybe had 11 minutes to fill. Perfect Hair Forever. Perfect Hair Forever. I love me some Perfect Hair Forever.
0: Oh, yeah, I love Perfect Hair
3: Forever. That was one of my favorites. Hey, I just realized...
1: That's a good time kill.
3: Yeah, you know, uh, Daylight Saving's coming up.
1: Yeah. Now, the interesting thing about that is that is also going to be the night, unless there's another preemption, that both Bleach and Attack on Titan will end. And I think maybe in order to have all three of them end the same night, they might do something like double up Batman since they have the extra space.
3: Uh, uh, no, 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 no,
1: Well, think of it this way. It'll be one less week with Batman.
0: I guess so. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Otherwise, you know, they'll just continue the course and not even bother with that. But yeah, it, they have a quite a few options for what they could do that night other than play something bizarre, which they did last year. They could certainly play something bizarre, or they could extend their regular programming in some manner. But as always, they, you don't really want to pay for something that they're going to play at uh, <laughs> technically would probably be a second 3 a.m. hour. Unless they, nah, they wouldn't put it before Helsing if that was on that night. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what they do. It'll be interesting to see what they do with the whole schedule, considering all the shows that are ending, kind of at the same time or around the same time, right before they might possibly start playing some movies. But still, with a couple of weeks before December,
2: please like... show Redline. Redline. Yes.
3: Yes.
1: Yes, please choice. show Redline. Make it happen, please. So, so pretty. Either that or La blue girl. Just not, not gonna like let that not. one go, are you, Giraffe?
2: No, I'm never gonna let that go. <laughs> uh, I just, I just
0: looked at, I just looked at the title of that PSA we were talking about. It's called "If Mirrors
1: Could Talk." Oh, oh right, because yeah. there's a heavy focus on mirrors. Uh, just like the one in uh, what the hell that was? Snow White. That mirror talked too much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all?
2: Why does you sketch with your cuddly beard and pitchable cheeks? Both
1: sets.
0: Okay.
1: Well, I hate to make another Shrek reference, but I do love the, the mirror in the first Shrek movie. <laughs> oh, that guy's got a tough job.
2: Oh, uh, <laughs> yes. Especially for somebody who had a friggin' Napoleon complex and Lord Conquad or whatever the dude's name was. <laughs> <Kumquat>. <laughs> Lord Farquad. <Watch> the... <laughs> yeah,
3: that
1: was a just that was just real close to something else, wasn't it?
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: I see what they did there. Yeah. I think that does it for the news. Wow. Really? Yeah, I mean, yeah, That was there wasn't any additional news. No! Oh, <laughs> calm down.
3: But,
1: but I likes the news. I know you like the news. <laughs> so just for you, we're going to remind everybody that this upcoming week is the last week for both Black Lagoon and the classic Naruto reruns which is both a sad thing and a happy thing because helsing comes the week after september 13th yes Ooh, our, kidding. Fav- mm-hmm. our favorite vampire. psychotic vampire yep hope you're ready to stay up late because it starts at three and it ends at four
0: it's kind of exciting too i mean the very first hour-long anime on toonami
1: It's going to be interesting to see how that does. I'm wondering how that can affect the overall draw of the block throughout the night. Because one of the things that helps Toonami a lot is to have something that people really want to see kind of in the middle of it. That gets people to show up early or people to arrive late. And then you kind of build through the night Otherwise, it's just going to be you peak at the top and you decline for the rest of the night, which is not necessarily a bad thing if you start high enough. But it always helps to have some kind of attraction towards the middle to catch more viewers. And I really think Helsing's a great show for catching the kinds of people who would be done with going to a party or coming home from the bar. Because, come on.
2: Don't worry about it, dude. Depending I on how the
1: vampires and ghouls late at night. That sounds like <laughs> quality late night television to me.
3: <laughs>
1: of course, man.
3: You know what? That that does say a lot about how far Toonami has gone has come in the last couple of years because there was not too long ago a time when Toonami wouldn't dare try an hour long an hour long show, right?
1: Yeah, I think I'm... Maybe they just didn't see... There weren't that many good one-hour shows that they could feasibly play when they couldn't push the TVMA.
0: Yeah, they didn't have enough in their budget, I think, to buy something like this before. That's
1: true. Mm-hmm. It's kind of unthinkable that they would have enough money to buy all those shows plus Play Helsing. But, yeah, they've reached that point. But I think they were kind of concerned about holding an audience for a whole hour, at least initially. But mm-hmm. they eventually determined that their audience is fully willing to stick around to see an hour show. It
2: may... Dude, this is fucking Alucard, man. I would stay up until 10 o'clock the next day to watch him.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, got, Gotta love Crispin Freeman.
2: Darrell wants a Helsing Marathon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, why yes, Sketch, you read my mind again. And the alcohol of choice that night would be Jack Daniels.
1: That would be pretty cool if they did do a Helsing Marathon after they... Exactly.
2: The oh, <laughs> well,
1: that... boy, I, they'd have to stop before 5 a.m., I think. Yeah, they, <laughs> could only, yeah,
0: they could only play like five or six episodes of the show.
1: Yeah, that's too bad. But depending on how well this Attack on Titan marathon does, I think they might do another one at the end of the year. We'll see. Got to be creative with those last weeks of December. Yeah. Probably not going to be around to watch things. Though Trigon did pretty well last year.
3: True.
1: Akira did great, too. Yeah, Akira did, did very well in early December. And Summer Wars killed it. Yeah. Oh, yes. Really impressive what Summer Wars pulled in. Though, I have to say, probably a great deal of that was helped out by Family Guy being before it. Mm. Still, I didn't expect Summer Wars to do quite that well.
2: Well, actually, I did, man. Because it was great. I mean, I watched the sub first, and then I watched the dub, and to be honest with you, both were great.
1: Oh, yeah. they They did a fantastic job with that dub.
2: Koi koi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it really focused on family a whole lot, man, and what you're willing to do. And when she pulled out the um, when she pulled out the address book, man, the first thing I said tweeted people. Yes, this is what we did before email and texting people. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Granny knows what to do when the internet's down.
2: Down. <laughs> This, that was the original in that was the original in it, dude. That's how you save stuff and logged it. Yes.
3: Yeah.
1: That's true. You gotta I still have an address, as far as information goes, cause how many of us actually remember phone numbers now? A six seven five three oh nine
3: Except that one.
1: <laughs> ha <laughs> I can remember maybe five phone numbers. And the I rest see. is all in the address book. Yeah, I know a few, man. The important
2: people, anyway.
1: <laughs> yes, Sketch,
2: you're one of the important people. Aww. Oh. Wait, you know my phone number? Yes, I know your phone number. Oh. Now I'm going to stalk you, Sketch.
3: <laughs> no. Well, this
2: just got awkward.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> I think it's time to move on to our topical discussion. As we mentioned earlier, Black Lagoon is sadly leaving the block in just one more week. Uh, it's, it's, it, it seems like such a short time. I know. I know. It really does. Well,
0: that just shows you how good the show was.
1: Yep, exactly. Time flies when you're having gun. <laughs> 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 okay, that was That's bad good. even for me. <laughs>
2: It's okay, we just laughed at humor you sketch.
1: I know. Well we thought it was a good way to send off the series by having a discussion of what we thought of the series through its pretty much its entire run. There's just one more episode left besides the OVAs, which we sadly will not be seeing on Toonami, at least yet. Yeah. Hmm. Yet. So let's, uh, let's go ahead and open it up to discussion. Uh, Tuna Met, why don't you start us off?
3: Well, uh, I've seen only bits of Black Lagoon before, but I think it was on another cable channel before it came to Adult Swim, and I always seen a bit of it out of context, and it looked cool, but I was working usually, so that was on an off day, so I didn't really get to see much of it until – it started running on tsunami, and I couldn't stop watching after that. I mean, a half hour would always fly by. The tweets would be hilarious, including some of mine.
2: You're but, welcome at all my tweets.
3: <laughs> of course, of course. But, but in all seriousness, though, um, it was really compelling stuff. I mean, it wasn't just people shooting people and – and and all this violence. There was some really intense stories behind it, especially Revy. Um, I was really, really uh, compelled with Revy and her difficult upbringing. I mean, I could say a lot about it, but I think the entire vibe of the show is what I think tsunami should be more focused towards since it is aiming for an adult audience. It was gritty, but it was still humorous, but it always had a very mature vibe and I'm absolutely I'm so glad I got to watch it uh, on Toonami and I'm impressed that they were allowed to say even shit so (laughs) I gotta give them a lot of props. I mean I absolutely love that series and I will definitely get my hand on the Blu-ray and the OVA. I love
1: it. How about you Ronza?
3: This show really, really
0: impressed me. I kind of came in, you know, really blind. I didn't know how I was going to react to this because I read about it and I didn't know what to make of it. But when I started watching it, I really got fascinated by it. Especially, well, you were fascinated with the character of Revy. I was fascinated with the character of Rock. Mainly because Rock was not your typical anime male.
3: Exactly.
0: Yeah, and nowhere was that more proven than episode seven. When he had that huge fight with Revy and she started you know shooting at him usually yes. a, lot of, a lot of anime men would have just you know taken it and stuff but not Rock Rock not only told her off he grabbed her and held her up and the way that I saw that I am like damn he is not taking it you know he is not putting up with it and he is right on her level and that really did impress me and the way Rock grew throughout this whole series, from you know, just a tag along and wanted more excitement in his life now that everybody thought he was dead, to practically, you know, especially the episode two weeks ago when he actually told off Balalaka.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: oh my god, he has really grown some. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he is he's really coming to his own here.
3: Yeah, so would it be safe to say that uh, Rock hardened throughout the series? <laughs> uh... <laughs> Well played. Well played.
1: Well played. <laughs> Thank well played. you.
3: But it is true, though, right?
1: Yeah. Spot definitely true. Maybe that's why his name was Rock.
0: Yep. Ooh. There you go. Yeah, because most anime, you know, males, when the woman's screaming at them or throwing things or, like, wrenches, well, my alchemist, you know, they just take it.
1: So no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I know it's my fault. It's my fault. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: Rockwood, I mean, you know, you know, if it was ever a crossover with Flamin' I'd like to see that. You know, Remy coming at him with a wrench, he'd be stopping her with a wrench. Yeah, like, I ain't st- taking that no, from just you. he stand bitch. up,
1: stop her from hitting him with a wrench.
0: And then grabbing her and holding her up. Like, I ain't taking that from you, bitch. I ain't taking it from I'm about taking it from you.
3: <laughs>
1: Durrell? <laughs>
2: see, I had already seen the series anyway, so I pretty much knew what to expect, but the biggest thing was, this was a show that actually spoke to me, because I think with the time setting of the Black Lagoon, it's like around in the 90s, so, you know, you got a lot of post-Cold War stuff going on, and, you know, people trying to make a name for themselves, but the point is, the character of Rock himself, man, it's just like as much as he's in the grin and grime of everything, he still somehow manages to maintain who he is as a person. Despite, you know, he's he basically holds on to his convictions regardless of everything that's going on around him. He's adapted and accepted certain things, but for the most part, he's like it's a little internal struggle. Like, you know, at any point Rocket probably just switch over and just be the biggest badass on there just because of the point that he can manipulate people. Most people don't see that, but it's just like deeper levels to rock more than anything. But the fact is, this show had everything that people really wanted in a show on Toonami. You got yes. action. You have a good storyline and plot. There was good character development on most of the characters anyway. Some I would have liked to know a little bit more about, but, you know, it's still okay. The Basically, one of the episodes that really had me going that just like... That went over the edge for me was probably, I'll say the little vampire twins, that yeah. right there. Yeah. That, yeah that can really show you how cruel the world can be, man. Who when... yeah. Wow.: sort of man fratale Mio? Yes, they were children soldiers, but the way Balalica just calculated everything, man Balagra, by the way, Balacca is probably my like second favorite character anyway. The Capitan I can relate to on so many levels. I did chicks with scars. <laughs> but she was a badass and she wasn't a pushover because basically, when you look at the show in Black Lagoon, the women were not pushovers and not looking for a Captain hoe. They were saving themselves. And in Revy's case, she was saving Rock most of the time.
3: That's mm-hmm. right. That's right.
0: So,
2: you know, the Rogue actually got reversed on this because Rock is not a gunslinger. Everybody else is except for him and Benny.
0: But despite that but despite that fact, Rock was not a pushover either.
2: No, he wasn't a pushover because basically like you said, when he um told Revy that he wasn't gonna apologize anymore and he just flipped the script on and told everything, I think she kinda she calmed down at that point and just like, Yeah, he's on my side, you know. He's just sticking to his guns and his convictions. But you gotta have I would say Black Lagoon is probably one of the few animes that just kind of like flip the script of what a protagonist and an antagonist really is because when you look at it sometimes, the antagonist actually seems like a protagonist and the antagonist actually seems like a damn, you know, protagonist. You know, it just, the role is just constantly reverse mm-hmm. at times because he was getting back at everybody.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the, thing, the, thing, the thing with Black Lagoon is I think there's no real, there's not really, except for maybe for Rock, there's not really a protagonist. Not really people that are positive role models you can really root for. You just sit back and watch the
2: show. I is just like the typical guy, like you know, he's a wolf in sheep clothing. Most people really don't understand that about him because the way he was able to get the extra gear that they needed um for the mission by talking to Sister Ida, you know, Ada. And <laughs> he played he played it quite well though. I mean, he's just simple, mild mannered and you know, he's an expert on a lot of things though. So he's not really... He's not useless. I would put it like this. He's not useless like Sakura is. (laughs) Ouch. Yeah.
3: If you ask... Oh, I'm sorry. You first. You first. No, I I think that as far as protagonists go, I mean, like like, more stable... Consistent protagonist. Rock is probably the closest one because he was the closest representation of the every man or woman thrown into a situation that he's not familiar with and I think we can relate to that. So maybe in that respect he was the closest thing me had to a true protagonist on that series.
0: In episode one too when he was literally telling off his boss, ripping off his overcoat like you already <laughs> said I was dead. Like you expect me to come back to you
3: now? Screw you. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. We
1: all want to do that. <laughs> it was that moment I was like, I like this show.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, I like li- him. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I like this guy. And I, after episode 7, it's like, I really like this guy. <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah, you know. Rock was constantly surprising you.
0: Oh, yeah. That's another thing I loved about this show is that, kind of like Attack on Titan, it's full of surprises. It's not your typical anime. It's not filled with cliches. Every episode is different. Every episode can surprise you.
1: I agree.
3: Hmm.
2: OBAs, you will understand why. um, If you ever get to see Roberta's um, Roberta's Blood Trail, you understand why I say the things I say about Rock. hmm. Hmm. I look
3: look forward to that then. Definitely. Because I definitely need to see that
2: Trust me, out of fir- out of the first one, out of the first season and second barrage, the OB Roberta's blood trail is probably the deepest and darkest out of all of it. And it is very bloody.
3: Bloody.
2: <laughs> Appropriately named. Hey. Out I said, when I first saw this, I was like, out of anybody who could probably survive in this anime, it would be me, man, because I'm just that grind. <laughs> <laughs> I would make it to the end and then somebody just decides hey, I'm like I'm drunk. Somebody shoots me. <laughs> at least I'm going at least I'm going out. At least I'm going out a way that I want to, inebriated. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they shut up that bar so many times. Oh yeah, the yellow flag. <laughs> poor bar.
2: Ba- <laughs> poor bow. The yellow flag is just like a bullet magnet for real.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like Black Lagoon is kind of the pinnacle of what Adult Swim Toonami is capable of. And I really want more shows like it. Unfortunately, there aren't a whole lot of shows that are like it. But there's still some out there, and hopefully we get to see them.
0: Well, we are getting Hellsing right afterward.
1: Yep, that's definitely one of them.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: But kind of along those lines... What would we like to see after Helsing?
3: Mm.
1: Um, you want over that bus. I don't know. Bus. Pass. Yeah, definitely Psychopaths. That's at the top of my list.
2: Yeah, I know that's at the top of your list, Gage.
1: It's a really good show. I I found it very thought provoking. And yeah, the action know. is great. Good cinematography and things go splat. <laughs> 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 Well they got those nifty sci-fi guns that have multiple settings and one of the settings are annihilation. Ah. Ooh. Yeah, that's some that's some splatter for sure. I have a gun and it just
2: has one setting, kill. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like
1: a revy line. Yeah. Yeah, it
0: does. Yes. Speaking of kill, a lot of people are are you know pressing Tsunami to get kill a mm. kill.
1: Kill a kill is kind of well, it's violent, but the biggest fan service for it is yeah, it's chock full of fan service, but more importantly, it's chock full of nudity and yeah. underage nudity at that. Yeah, uh, they
0: probably they probably just spray on bikinis.
1: <laughs> that would be how mm. they could go about doing it, but editing isn't free. You know. I, for some odd reason,
2: man, I have a fear that Fairy Tale is actually going to pop up on Tsunami at some point. Well, but I would love to see Toriko though. If it
1: happened. Toriko would at least be a little bit more interesting than Fairy Tale, in my opinion.
2: No disagreements there, brother. No disagreements.
1: I there's nothing quite like Toriko. It's, it it's like just don't watch Tori Kill on the Empty Stomach. No, don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't do that. It's like Iron Shaft meets Fist of the North Star.
2: Yes, it is. Star soon.
1: That's a fun show. But quite quite far away from the kinds of shows that I would necessarily follow up Black Lagoon with. Uh, I would think on the short list would be Michiko and Hachin, yes. Bakano.
2: Yes.
1: Good one. Uh Jormungand, that constantly gets brought up. I haven't seen Jormangon yet, so I don't really know. But
2: yeah, you might want to watch Jormangon, dude. As as soon as they said the name, I was like, what the
1: hell are they doing
2: with World Snake? It's like <laughs> Norse <laughs> I'm a nerd, people, so yeah, this is what I do. I know mythology left and right. Ah. Mm.
1: Yeah. I'm a librarian. Leave me alone. <laughs>
0: We didn't say nothing.
1: Yeah, seriously. What are you reacting to? <laughs> it's preemptive. I get it.
2: <laughs> just to stop me.
1: I feel like Black Lagoon has a really solid cast. Just great characters. Entertaining characters. Characters that you want to root for even when they're doing deplorable things.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I- I know I might get flanked for saying this, but in a way, I could compare this to Cowboy Bebop in that I think it is basically really perfect all around. The animation is perfect. They got the perfect voice cast for this. And every episode, if you see it for the first time, you're really glued to it. And you really just got to see more and more and more of it. I mean, I really think they did a great, great job with Black Lagoon. The animation was great. The voice acting was great. The stories were great.
1: I do get the impression that Black Lagoon was the kind of story that was made in a way to kind of uh, follow along with the Bebop way of thinking, the Bebop way of storytelling.
2: Dude, the reason I knew Black Lagoon was good is when I showed it to my mom, she was freaking excited and said, I got to see that shit again.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Your mom's awesome.
2: Oh yeah, she was watching the Tag on Titan um, marathon last night. (laughs) Wow, really? Wow. Yes. Yeah, my mom is an anime fan too. People, yes, she's a Tsunami faithful also. So yes, we get (laughs) we get the rings. We get the rings. (laughs) And she's also the number one listener of this show.
0: Uh, (laughs) Ah. You know why,
2: sketch?
1: Please get this done quick today. Well, there's a strong chance that it will be out earlier than usual, actually. I love oh. you so much. <laughs> Don't get used to it. <laughs> <I> hate...
2: <laughs> those snacks across the head hurt
1: me. <laughs> I pulled the listeners uh, regarding their thoughts on Black Lagoon, so I'll go ahead and read those off. And uh, interestingly enough, the opinions are somewhat divided. Let's really. see here. Stephen Oz writes in, This was my first exposure to very dark action-focused anime, and I loved Black Lagoon.
2: Thank you, Steve.
1: Frank Fullmetal writes in, Black Lagoon was a great show with lots of adult action, great characters, and stories filled with deep themes. I liked it.
2: It sure wasn't your little brother's anime. Pokemon it is not (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why but I was thinking Pokemon
1: people (laughs) Black Lagoon to Pokemon that would be (sighs) Whiplash yeah seriously I don't remember the episode of Pokemon where they went and shot up a building and there was child pornography on the screen and (laughs) I'm sure it happened at some point. <laughs> we didn't get that one in America. No, we didn't. <laughs> Shoot, they didn't give us the one with the guy who had guns.
3: <laughs>
1: Even though he was just—he was—it was like the Safari Zone episode. You ever wonder why there wasn't a Safari Zone episode of the show? Well, there you go. It's because the the guy in that episode had guns. He
2: had a boomstick.
1: Yep. <laughs> Continuing on, VL731 says, I was never a fan of Black Lagoon, but that may be from watching Jormungan first and really enjoying that cast of characters. And Black Lagoon was never a fan of you either. <laughs> Inuyashisan87 writes, Black Lagoon was a really edgy show with more bleeps than a sailor. It was good, but overall not my cup of tea.
2: That's because you don't have the fortitude to look at adult situations the way that we do. More beliefs than a sailor do in the military. That's all you hear is profanity out every other word. So shut up, drink your tea, and have a nice night.
1: You're hey, nice, Darrell. No. <laughs> Andy Yoho writes in, Black Lagoon felt like a longer summer action blockbuster and I loved every minute of it. In my opinion, perfect. Andy Yoho, your sensei is pleased with you tonight. <laughs> and Allison T. writes, Black Lagoon is better without the censors. Buy the Blu-ray so you won't get the obnoxious bleeps. Fair okay, enough.
2: because of those bleeps, I got more alcohol into my bloodstream.
1: That's true. We wouldn't have had the Black Lagoon drinking game, of which there is only one left.
2: <laughs>
1: Better get ready. You've you had, had more than a week to prepare. I hope you people have got your charcoal pills. <laughs> I'm right the charcoal pills. Ugh. You know, honestly, I think bleeps can make things funnier.
2: They do. They do. They get we, look at what we did early in the podcast when we used to have bleeps, man. Yeah, exactly. What, what did Darrell say? No one
1: there will ever know. know. <laughs> sometimes it's not even that bad. Sometimes it's not all, really bad.
2: The only thing about the is man. Sometimes when there is not a lot of cussing, I couldn't get a lot of alcohol, which is the reason why I had to revise the rules for every curse word that I heard. Ah, uh... that's the reason why I was able to get mega amounts of booze in me, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there was there was a lot of
1: a lot of beeps
2: of episode. Oh, dude, I love those episodes, man, because it was shot, shot, shot. Dude, after that, I just quit pouring shots and just started drinking from the bottle. (laughs) It was more efficient. Oh, boy.
3: (laughs) I really feel sorry for those guys who tried to take a shot for every bleep in Black Lagoon. I bet their livers are (laughs) taking them as we speak.
1: (laughs) Let me tell you something. Your liver is bleeped.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know know who it was that was working those bleepers when Black Lagoon was airing, but they really earned their money, especially in the second season.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, me and my liver have an understanding. (laughs) I'm going to drink booze and it's just going to accept it.
1: (laughs) I really liked when they used that one line for a bumper for so long. Yeah, you got beef. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That is such a crazy scene. Like, well, we're just gonna fly over the top and hit them with a torpedo midair. Why not? <laughs> That's you got it. You got it. That was probably one, one of the most, most ex- of the, one of <laughs> yeah. those. But there were great car chases. Oh, there was just oh man, that fight between Revy and Roberta.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: Shouldn't we stop this? <laughs> no. no. <laughs>
2: I mean after a, second a they, they kinda of, I mean they went at it for a nice little time too, man. Yeah. When he called Roberta a robot from the future, man.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> she literally was like the friggin' damn Terminator, man. She really was. But then again, that's why they called her the bloodhound of Florencia. Oh, uh,
3: yes. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Good times What's... at Black Lagoon. It will be missed. Yes, it will.
3: Do you think there's a possibility we'll have another show with 25 bleeps in one episode? I,
1: I doubt it. Uh, I... Unless they play panty and Stalking. Stalking.
3: Oh, no, no,
0: no, 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 no.
1: I don't think they ever will. No. <laughs> Nor do I want them to. It's okay. Well, I that, haven't... That's at the point where the dialogue is so disjointed because there's so many bleeps that there's just nothing. <laughs> it's just nothing but curse it.
2: Dude, you should see some of my tweets, man. I'm probably the only person that can make a cohesive Senate out of the profanity.
1: Well, you can literally add some of those words to any phrase.
2: Oh, no, these were originals, dude. Look at what I say to Paul all the time. (laughs) Point taken. Yep. It's okay, Paul. I still hate you. Fucking piece of shit. (laughs) And in one.
0: (laughs) Two bleeps bleeps Uh, right there.
2: (laughs) Well, Paul can't say anything with the night. He can't even rebut anything I'm saying. That's true. Well, not not in real time, anyway. Exactly. He won't be, you know, once he hears this, he will not be campy at all. (laughs) One can even
1: wonder if he'll even listen to this episode. (laughs) Well, I'm not, well, this Paul, well, I'm not in it, so I'm
2: not going to listen to it. Then they're probably like really you fucker.
1: I hate you. I'm more likely to listen to episodes I wasn't in. I've already heard <laughs> the episodes I'm in.
2: <laughs> yes. To be honest with you, I listen to every friggin' episode, even the ones I'm in. I was like, is this narcissism or something?
1: Yeah, you like to hear yourself talk. <laughs> well, yeah, we uh, we bid farewell to Black Lagoon in just one more episode. With a hell of a ride. Yes, do you think
3: they do you think they could re-air it at some point? Maybe.
1: I don't know. I feel like it did well enough for the time slot, but probably not well enough to play again, which is unfortunate because it would have been great if that was just one of their play it all the time staples. I mean,
2: seriously, you can't
1: get enough of that, man.
2: Seriously especially when Shinwa and Revy were going at it man with the insults that they hurled at each other <laughs> What you say yeah. twinkie Oh twinkie. Oh no don't worry I atheist yeah. <laughs> But Shinwa made a very They're very just valid point Honestly playing at Yes but she made a very valid point though unlike gun knife never run out of bullets which is true <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that is a good point.
2: Not to mention how many times she told Rebby she'll cut her new asshole.
1: <laughs> ah, yeah, so that's where you get it. <laughs>
2: yes. I 100% you on I cut your ass.
1: Ooh. You're a little too good at doing that.
2: <laughs> that's because I have Asian friends.
1: Let's see. <laughs>
2: At <laughs> some reason, I feel that Hasegawa Senpai is gonna punch me for this one.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, I guess it's about time to get out of here. Wow! It's a holiday weekend. We all got stuff to do. <laughs>
3: yeah, eh, I don't. <laughs> I got people over, so.
0: Yeah, I gotta catch up on my sleep.
1: <laughs> Ooh, I caught Price up on sleep. It was uh, glorious.
0: <laughs> Price to pay for an all-night marathon.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: That mm. is true. No, I think uh, I got up at like 6 o'clock and started. I did some. Uh, matter of fact, I had a beard in it and got up and ran. <laughs> wow <laughs> Dude, it's a military custom, dude Drink all night, run all day
1: mm-hmm. We decided to Give a little birthday shout out To longtime listener Arthur Mesa Happy, happy birthday, birthday, Arthur uh, Happy birthday,
0: Arthur
2: Happy birthday uh, Screw you, Arthur Happy birthday, dude Enjoy your day I don't like
1: you. He's lying.
2: <laughs> no, seriously, I like, oh, he's a nice guy. And he has supported us when it came to those donations for charity. Yeah, he's to... a small guy. Yeah, I got... have to point out that, man. He's just a, he's an overall nice guy and a big fan of the podcast and Toonami supporter. That reminds me, I need to harass him, too, so, yeah, I'm going to do that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he shows love through harassment. Exactly.
2: Being abusive and to my followers, I don't know why they even take it, man. I think they're
1: masochists. <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> people over saying, oh, why is Jason DeMarco so mean? Nobody ever says, why is Darrell so mean?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's how I show love. People. I guess so. But I don't... Well, I beat on Paul. That's a different story, though. <laughs>
1: Speaking of Paul, since he's not here, <laughs> I guess I'll be doing the housekeeping. You can email us at podcast at com. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes, Podomatic, and Stitcher. You can like us on Facebook by going to facebook.com backslash podcast, And you can follow us on Twitter at podcast, and also on Tumblr, com. You can also visit podcast.toonamifaithful.com for all of the episodes of the podcast. And please do. Right now. you get to listen to this one? Yeah. Right after you're done listening to this one, go listen to another one. There's like a (laughs) hundred of them. And at least 50 are good. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. My math might be off there. (laughs) Yeah, the ones where Durell wasn't drunk. (laughs)
3: <laughs> all of them,
1: then. Uh, well. All the episodes that Darrell are in are good. <laughs> are in? That's terrible grammar. Is in. That's what she said. <laughs> sorry, I'm
2: sorry, sketch. I think Paul just. He teleth-
1: almost made it a whole episode without it. That's what she said. I would have been so proud, but all for not.
2: I know. It's Paul, you know, doing that little telepath thing that he does. For <laughs> real. <Thrill. laughs> Say it now.
1: Are you saying you're controlled by Paul Pasquillo?
2: No, Paul Pasciuto has no control over my mind. Oh, okay. I'm reading his mind. Uh huh. And, and right now, he's probably dropping his pants and squawking like a duck out in the park bench. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's a weird thing to do. Hope he doesn't have his kid with him. I should hope not. I also hope he doesn't have his girlfriend with him. I hope he
2: does. (laughs) Just for the awkward, sheer awkwardness, man. That's the reason why I want it. Embarrassing Paul is always fun. It's true.
3: (laughs) Sounds like fun.
2: I mean, Paul Prosciutto is getting, like, so much friggin' love right now. He's not even on this podcast.
1: Yeah. It's like he's actually here. I know, right? Shut up, Paul. <laughs> don't like. He's you, been Paul. here the whole time. He's just quiet. Exactly. No, the actual reason why we don't have Paul on is because we found that four is kind of the exact right number, and it just kind of worked out this way. It was either going to be Durrell or Paul, and he opted for Durrell. What? i gave him the choice
2: hold on wait a minute he actually opted to let me do a show ah i know crazy huh what the hell are you smoking
1: i don't know maybe he was uh intimidated yeah. by the fact that we were going to have two ladies on mm, yeah that can
2: feel that can be a little bit intimidating for somebody like paul he not see the women ladies that much
1: <laughs> hello oh, come paul off it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, time to get out of here. So, tuna Mets, tell us where we can find you.
3: I'm on Twitter and not much else at the moment, but hopefully that will change soon. So just uh, hit me up on Twitter. Shall I spell out my name? Or go ahead? Are you guys smart enough? Well, I'll I'll just spell it just in case. It's uh, T-O-O-M-A-M-I-T-T-E. That's it. Moving on.
1: You huh? <laughs> don't have well, a Twitter, do you, Ronza?
0: No, I still don't. So you can just find me on the Toonami boards every Saturday at uh, Attack on Titan and Space Dandy, log on. Full Metal Alchemist, Bebop, Samurai Jack,
1: I know I'm missing one. <laughs> yeah, That's so all active On the Tunami boards on Saturday night in all of the talkback threads. Which I think is good. I think it's a good way to do talkbacks. To watch them. That's kind of the great experience that we have with this tsunami that we didn't really have before. Because there was the internet back then. There have been forums for a really long time. But there's definitely more people now who watch Toonami and do a play by play as they do so. Particularly on Twitter, but also on forums.
2: Mm-hmm. Durrell Oh yeah, you can find me at your local pub somewhere getting drunk. Oh my bad. Um. <laughs> <laughs> sorry my bad. Yeah you can find me at Ukami underscore samurai seven at Twitter dot com or you can tumble with me on Tumblr at ukami samurai seven dot dot com and because I know most of you people are scared of me, you're never going to send me an email. You can send that to Darrell Maddox at com. Coming to a bar near you soon.
1: The best way to get a hold of me is at Sketch1984 on Twitter. You can also tumble with me, Sketch1984.tumblr.com. You can ask me silly questions on Ask.fm backslash sketch 1984 and you can also email me your comments and suggestions for the podcast, sketch at faithful.com That's it for this week's Toonami Faithful Podcast. We'd like to thank you for listening and thank you once again to Tuna met and Ronza for joining us.
3: Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Hope to be back again soon.
1: We'll see.
3: We'll see. <laughs>
2: Don't worry about it. I won't sex your ass anyone.
3: <laughs>
1: He's been very good this episode.
3: He has. Yes. Yes.
1: Good, good job, Terrell. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All don't right, worry. that's it. See you, Dosis! Next- <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we'll see you next week. We don't see anybody. buddy. <laughs>
2: Ah, and ask.mm <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: But uh, we don't see the people we just see their comments and questions
2: dude if you think about the Craig Robinson uh, dark commercials man with uh, old buddy man it's like I'm touching your car the sound waves man